Hello listeners, welcome to another episode of Activate God's Purpose, where we yield our humanity to God's divinity. Today I'd like for us to talk about restoring our souls, the restoration of our soul. Where did our soul come from? Our souls come from? Who made our souls? Why, why are we human beings? Why are we who we are? How come we have souls? What does it mean? And I've heard the soul described as being our minds, our emotions, our thoughts, and um, I think our hearts. But in other words, it's a place where what we think, things that we absorb, what is done to us, our feelings, our reactions, all of that stuff, our experiences, our joys, our tragedies, all of it, our anxieties, our worries, our the things that make us laugh, it's, it's all there in the soul realm. That's our soul, that's our, our life. That's where we become depleted or where we can sometimes draw from. But all our experiences gather together in our soul. So, and, and that gathering of all those experiences tends to determine who we act out as, who we end up becoming. And I say that because I strongly believe that, as you've heard me say many times, that there, there's an original form of every single one of us, every single one of us, because we are created by God. So there's an image of him. There's something he transmitted into us through the breath of the Holy Spirit. There's a way he built us through his divine workmanship. And that's who we really are. But we come into this world and we begin to we're influenced by things, influenced by people, influenced by experiences. And all those get into our souls. And we start becoming what is in our soul. Instead of becoming who we ought to be. And which is the original format, the original being, I'm sorry, the original workmanship of who God says we are. So let me just share um, Psalm 23 verse 3. It says, He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness. For his name's sake. 
He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Psalm 23 verse 3. Which means that there comes a time when God will and can restore our souls. But the question is, will we allow him to? Will we yield to him? Will we recognize that we need restoration, the kind that only God can give? The Bible says in Acts chapter 4, verse 12, and there is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. There's no other name. And I want to say that there's no other name by which we should be restored into our original state, but the name of Jesus. That's what that scripture is talking about. Acts chapter 4 verse 12. There's no other name. See, the Bible is not confused. God is not confused. There is no other name as far as God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit are concerned as far as it pertains to them, as far as it pertains to the Bible and the Word of God, written by man but inspired by the Holy Spirit. It says, and there is salvation in no one else. So are you looking for salvation? Are you looking for restoration? Are you hungry? Jesus says, I'm the bread of life. Are you thirsty? He says, drink my water and you will thirst no more. And of course, we're not talking about physical bread and physical water. We're talking about spiritual things because life is spiritual. And Jesus is saying, I have spiritual bread for you that can restore and will restore your soul. No question. I have spiritual water for you that will restore your soul. Where have you been? Where have you done? What has been done to you? I can restore and I will restore you. There's no question. But we're the ones who get confused and we're the ones who don't go to God and we're the ones who don't allow him to restore us. The Bible says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. So we go out there, we're looking for all these things and in looking for all these things, we end up doing all these things. And then people end up doing all these things to us. When I say all these things, I'm being, what's the word? Funny, but not funny. We're looking for all these things. And because we're looking for all these things, looking for all these things has a way of bringing other kinds of all these things upon us. And it hurts and it breaks our hearts and it makes us feel lost and confused and it makes us feel discombobulated and it makes us forget who we are. It buries our spirit. It tries to anyway. But here is your awakening. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Seek God first. Seek Jesus first. Seek seek the Holy Spirit first. 
Seek the Word of God. Seek the Bible. Fill yourself up with the with biblical scripture. Fill yourself up with the love of God, the unconditional love of God. Fill yourself up with the Word of God, the Bible. So that your soul can be restored. So that you will know who you are. So that you can have direction in life. So that you can find peace. The Bible calls it peace beyond human understanding. The Bible calls it joy unspeakable. The Bible says that the joy of the Lord is our strength. Is my strength. Is your strength. But if we want all these things, we have to seek God first. You want to be restored. You want your soul to be restored. Seek him. And you might live in a mansion. The whole world might know you. You might be a household name. You might not be. We're still human beings. All of us. Regardless of our status in life, how much money we have or don't have. We need restoration. Our soul, our souls need restoration. We need to go back to our source, God, our creator. It says he will restore our souls. You know, when we seek all these things instead of seeking God, you know, the Bible says in Proverbs chapter 14, verse 12, there is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way to death. We are alive, but our souls are dying. Death doesn't have to be physical death. Death can be spiritual death, emotional death, death in the soul. Not of the soul, because then, you know, you'd be dead physically. But death in the soul. You feel numb, feel depressed, feel heavy. In Isaiah, God says, I have not given you the spirit of heaviness. That's not from God. All these things that we feel, all these things that people, you know, all the stuff that's being talked about, about emotions, the heaviness, the darkness, the anxieties, the fears, the confusion, the feeling lost and not knowing where to go, who to turn to and this and that and the other. And people are just becoming heavier and heavier and heavier in their souls. And they just a lot want to commit suicide. A lot don't see the value and the worth of their lives. But God sees your worth. And he says, seek you first the kingdom of God. And he says, he will restore our souls. He will restore our souls. He made us so he knows what to fill us with. He made us so he knows what to feed us with, what to give us to drink, what to give us to eat. And I mean spiritually so that our souls will no longer thirst. He knows where to lead us. He knows what to do for us. You see, he made us, so why are we beating the air? You know, in Genesis chapter 1, God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. Chapter 1 verse 26 so, there's an image and likeness, and that's why our souls are thirsty and hungry. Because those images and likeness of God want to manifest, want to come out. 
But we're filling ourselves, we're filling ourselves up with other things. And that's why we thirst and hunger. And now we need restoration. We have to turn back to God. John 3, verse 16. A lot of us know this scripture. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have ever have eternal life. God, for God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Jesus came to save us, not to condemn us. He came to restore our souls. He came to put us back together again. He came so that we might have life and life abundantly. So while we're busy fighting him and saying God isn't real and Jesus is this and the Bible is that and the Holy Spirit does not exist, he came and he died for us regardless of what you think or believe or what I think or believe or anybody else does. We can't hold God accountable for our lives, for our minds and our souls and our bodies and our spirits. He already did what he any father, any godly father would do. He, he, let me put it this way. He already acted as the heavenly father with unconditional love by sending his son, crucified him, sacrificed him for you and I. The rest is left to us. It's, it's not him to blame. Our souls being thirsty and hungry, our world being in chaos, evil rising in our world, on our earth, Unspeakable things that one person, human beings, are doing to each other. Unspeakable. Ridiculous levels of pain that we cause each other. And we, we, we become more wicked, more evil. We become emptier. We, we become worse and worse every day. But God, and we blame God and we say he's not real. And we say, do you, be happy, whatever floats your boat. Well, the boats aren't floating, are they? They're sinking. We're shipwrecking. Do you. Where has do you gotten us to? Whatever makes you happy. Well, why, is our soul, why are our souls empty? Why are our souls still hungry? We need to stop fooling ourselves. We need to stop lying to ourselves, people. God did his part. The rest is up to us. The rest is up to us. We need to face up. We need to acknowledge. May God remove the blindness from our lives. May God remove the ignorance from our lives. May God remove the darkness from our lives. May God illuminate our understanding and enlighten our minds. May we wake up to God's plans, not to our plans or man's plans, but God's plans. May we walk in his blueprint. May we walk in the original destiny God has for us. May we walk in the original formation, the original way we were built. Jesus came to reconcile us back to God. That's the only way our souls are going to be are going to stop thirsting and hungering when we go back to God, 
Go back to Jesus. Go back to the Holy Spirit. Let us make man in our image. We were created by them. We can be in denial. We can say it's not true. We can say it's all a lie. We can say it's a hoax. But one day, we will find out the truth. And when that one day comes, whose side are you going to be on? Whose side am I going to be on? You can go the popular route where everybody's saying, do you, and they're not happy. Or you can take the unpopular route and come to God, come to Jesus, come to the Holy Spirit. This is real, my friend. This is real, my brother. This is real, my sister. This is your life. Don't play with it. Don't play with the lives of your loved ones. I know that there are places that have disappointed all of us and people who have disappointed all of us and they call on the name of Jesus. That does not deny the fact that God is real and that God is true. It does not erase the fact that he is God and that Jesus died for us and that we ought to turn to him and allow ourselves to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Restore our souls, O God. Restore our minds, our spirits, our souls, our hearts. Let us know you. Let us see you, O God. Let the reality of who you are dawn upon us. Let the Holy Spirit shed your love abroad our hearts, that we may love you and love you eternally. I just want you that if you're looking for restoration, it's in God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Restore your soul. Allow them to restore your soul before it's too late. Before it's too late. Things are moving fast. The world is moving fast. The systems of the world are moving fast. Don't let anything else or anyone else capture your soul. Allow only Jesus, who died for you and rose again, to take absolute control of your soul. In fact, he, he's not, God is not a control freak. God is not looking to control you. He gave you free will. So come to him freely and allow him to fill you with eternal life, with things that are eternal so that your treasures are up above, up in heaven, not on this earth that is fading away, not on this earth that is becoming more and more evil, severely evil. Look at what people are doing to each other. So, it's your choice. It's your walk. It's your life. It's your soul. Choose ye this day. Choose you who you will serve. Choose who you will submit your soul to. Choose who you, you will submit your mind, your heart to, your body to. It's always yours. The choice is always yours. I pray that you choose God. I pray that you choose Jesus. I pray that you choose the Holy Spirit to restore your soul. To restore your soul. To restore your soul. In Jesus' name. God bless you. God keep you. 
God cause his face to shine upon you. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, amen. Let him allow him to restore your soul. In Jesus' name, amen.